So as we progress on from there, now that you've reaffirmed your commitment towards that growth, let's go in and let's talk about, this is, gonna, this is going to really reveal to you why people do what they do. And as soon as you start to see this, it's gonna be the difference between when, if you've ever been around kids, if you're a parent or if you've ever been around young kids who just have a temper tantrum, think about the toddler who's like way overtired and then all of a sudden they just lose their shit because the line in the parking lot is yellow. You seen this like ridiculous, right? They're just like, Aah! and you're like, what's wrong? The line is yellow. Aah! And you're like, really? Because <laughs> it's so ridiculous. And so you're like, okay, we're finished here. And, and it's so stupid and ridiculous that you don't get upset by it. Even if you're tired, you're just like, okay <laughs> or that's grass <laughs> like yeah grass is everywhere like <laughs> you know what I'm saying so that's that's the that's the comedic benefit of understanding like why people do what they do suddenly you are able to actually view people as children who are having meltdowns for things as stupid as the line in the parking lot is yellow I'm not even kidding you. This is what happens after a while. And then once you're in that spot, now you're just like, now it's really easy to listen to understand because now you're able to see like, oh, do you just need a hug? Like what's, what's going on with you right now? And you approach us from a totally different vantage point and it shocks the shit out of the people. Like they're expecting that you're just going to be like this tyrannical person feeding into this stress situation. And that's not what happens at all. You're able to neutralize it immediately and handle it. And you, the best part is you don't even get stressed out about it. Like it just becomes a normal part of your day-to-day -day operations. And you want to talk about a brand new level of freedom. Like this, this, it's awesome. Okay. So let's dive in. All right. So <laughs> welcome to the Devencentis Neuroendocrine, Neuroendocrine Training Academy, where we're going to be talking about why people do what they do, anchoring this in what happens inside of people's bodies with these chemicals which are floating around, all right? So this is simple. You'll be able to understand this no matter what, as long as you choose to be teachable and coachable, okay? So just remain open. Now, the other thing is this. You maybe have perhaps learned some of these concepts, or maybe you've seen stuff on Dr. Oz. And what I'm going to ask from you is actually to just receive the information as I'm delivering it. Do not try to frame it into something that you already know. I teach and I coach a completely different way. If you try to like piece this into what you already know, point of reference, you're going to take yourself on an unnecessary learning tangent and you're going to end up becoming confused and you're going to skew the information. So please receive it in the purest form which with, it's, with which it's going to be delivered. Okay, so here we go. All right, neuroendocrine 101. So this is what you need to know. All right, so you've got your brain. All right, your brain's responsible for like a lot of really, really cool shit. Like it keeps you awake, it makes you go to sleep, it controls heartbeat, it makes you see, it makes you hear, it makes like all your senses. Obviously it has your personality in there. It gives you sense of temperature and touch and like it's, it's awesome, okay? And 
you also have these little things which we call like brain chemicals okay maybe you've heard of some of them like dopamine serotonin uh, epinephrine norepinephrine some people call it adrenaline okay so those little chemicals all right they work in conjunction with your brain okay we're not going to get into that today i'm simply laying that laying down they work in conjunction with your brain so if you would picture um picture like maybe like a popcorn popper all right so you've got like a popcorn popper here's an analogy so you understand how this works and inside you know the popcorn popper you've got like these you know the popcorn is popping up all over the place all right so picture it's like brain chemicals which are percolating okay just kind of like a popcorn popper does that now here's what you need to know this is going to help you understand why people do what they do all right including you and me we're, we're just as much you know succumbing to this so everything about your day-to-day -day life whatever your routine is where you live what you eat and drink every day who you talk to where you work whether or not you work out how you spend your spare time okay your family like everything that like quantifies your like normal parts of your life that causes your brain chemicals to if you would settle at certain levels so maybe in certain days you know you have you know there's more dopamine or there's more serotonin or like your day-to-day -day life basically sets your your brain chemicals at certain levels i'm keeping this just like very very simple i'm not going to dig in too much deeper than that when you do something new it causes a disruption in the either the quantity of those brain chemicals the concentration like there may be more of one than another okay and so that's usually one of the things that kind of drives like that feeling of excitement and newness is we call this like a percolation in your brain chemicals okay now after a while if you're doing a major change let's talk like health and fitness because this is like this is a simple one okay all of a sudden you clean up what it is that you're eating and let's say you go I don't know five seven days eating real well and all of a sudden you just have like this overwhelming craving for pizza or chocolate cake Okay, so we'll satisfy both. We'll satisfy the salty flavor, we'll satisfy the, the sweet flavor. All right, now there's more to it, obviously, than what I'm about to say, but I'm focusing merely just on these brain chemicals here. So what happens is that you've gone all these days without the brain, without the without these foods, and your brain chemicals were initially percolated with the new change in your nutrition. However, your body doesn't necessarily like change it has this over like this over this governing system that oversees everything and it's a it's a vocabulary word it's called homeostasis and what that means is everything in your body is pre-programmed like you you're supposed to have a certain amount of potassium inside and outside your cells you're supposed to have a certain amount of sodium inside and outside of your cells you're supposed to have a certain amount of oxygen certain amount of carbon dioxide certain amount of water certain amount of blood glucose like everything inside of there your blood pressure is supposed to be within a certain range you're supposed to like everything is pretty much like programmed in and when things happen inside of your body like your body's constantly changing on a moment-to-moment -moment basis your body actually has all kinds of backup mechanisms to get it back to what should be like the established normals 
This is called homeostasis. Like it, it wants it perfect, but the body will never be perfect because you're breathing at different rates. Then you eat different stuff and like your body just basically spends its whole entire existence trying to keep you alive. That's basically what it does, okay? So it doesn't matter about anything else. It just wants to keep you alive and it does not know how to do things in moderation. So a lot of the things in the body are either all on or all off, like there's no moderation. It, that's just how it works because it's just geared to keep you alive. So you're either alive or you're dead. Like it's literally like, like that black and white, okay? And then you have like all these backup systems, you know, if one thing fails, then you have this other thing. Like the human body's flipping, it's cool as shit. Like the best design thing like freaking ever. Anyway, when it comes to like these food cravings that you have because you've cleaned up your diet for a while, all of a sudden, because the body doesn't like change and really neither do your brain chemicals, the brain chemicals that got percolated in a different way when you started cleaning up your food, all of a sudden they're like, you know what, for the past 15 years, we've been having pizza at least twice a week where the F is the pizza. Like that's what we want. We want to be reestablished how we used to be. So now all of a sudden, dun, 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 all of a sudden you get like these massive food cravings. Okay. Now again, there's other reasons for this, but you can track this back to the fact that you have upset what the, what the brain chemical levels were at, if you will, for the past 10 or 15 years when you were having pizza twice a week. And these I'm just gonna say this, earmuffs, if you have sensitive ears, but brain chemicals, like they're little fuckers, man. I mean, they will do whatever it takes. God forbid I ever get asked back into a school where I have to deliver this message because I let myself get a little bit looser with my language. And um, I just remembered, I never, I told you, I never told you who the role model was. Speaking of this, all right, I have to check myself. The role model woman that I'm aspiring to become, she can be found in the book of Proverbs. She's called the Proverbs 31 woman, and she always speaks, darn it, with kindness on her tongue, words of wisdom and kindness. All right, checkpoint, no more swearing. The brain chemicals are insane. <laughs> if you can't check yourself when you are screwing up, like, obviously, you, you have other problems. All right, so checkpoint. The brain chemicals they're, they are little manipulative little dudes, okay? And dudettes. And what they will do then is they will cause your life to be a living hell and they will cause you to have such massive cravings that you can't even see straight. And even maybe if you didn't have a pizza for two weeks before this, all of a sudden they make your life a living hell and now you actually have to have it. Okay, so what I'm saying is that when you make change of any kind, whether this is nutrition, we see the same thing when you change your routine. You get that resistance after, you know, like a couple weeks, all of a sudden, like you want to go back to what your routine used to be. Or if you're changing yourself out of a habit, all of a sudden, when you get under stress, especially, you want to go back to your previous habit. Like it's known to you, you've got muscle memory, but at the base root of all these things are your brain chemicals. Like they do not like change. They don't want to be rearranged into a new place. So what I'm saying is that at any time when there is change, you have to understand that behavior is really rooted in these brain chemicals as the organic cause. Then after that, then we get into issues when people are not 
cooperative during times of conflict or they have you know maybe low level communication skills and they're always up in their fields and they're yelling and they're shouting and all this stuff that you can actually look at once you discharge yourself from that situation you say you know what this person does not have an education level higher than the average third grader Okay, because we know that most people in America, average uh, reading level is actually third grade. Okay, so now you are the adult and you look at, okay, this person hasn't read, they haven't learned, they're, uh, they're the true definition of what ignorance is. Okay, so you think of kids who are in third grade, they still have temper tantrums if they don't get their way. Only now these people are adult bodies and they have never progressed. They have never learned a different way. They've never even thought that there is a different way. They only know what they've learned. And without education, you don't expand your mind. You see what I'm saying? So now you are actually privy. You have way more vast education. You're understanding why do people do what they do? Okay, this is why. So when they get under stress and things are changing, case maybe somebody is in the emergency room or there's you know a conflict about money or something is going on it's a change from the normal what you're able to do is see you know what these people even though maybe we started off fine all of a sudden they're stressed out now their brain chemicals have been upset and now they're feeding into all the other systems inside of the body like the limbic system they don't have education and they have how many ever years of behaving this way so now this is all a habit so it kind of gets entwined into this big gigantic messy ball where somebody has to be the leader so what I'm saying is that regardless of how or what situation you are in when you start to understand okay there's what we call organic causes for people's behavior Okay, how do they act when they're under stress? When things are changing, what do they do? Those brain chemicals are just like, what do I have to do in order to get, you know, what it is that I want? And they, they cause that root cause. Does that make sense? And so now you're able to step outside of that. Now you're not even bothered by this anymore because you know at the end of the day, oh, this is just brain chemicals talking. This really isn't, you know, the voice in my head. This really isn't all these other things. This is merely my biochemistry, which is speaking. And you know what? I'm, sm I'm smarter than that. I have vast knowledge. I have this extra education. I don't have to allow this to affect me. Okay, so then you learn how to go through this. And, then, and at first, it's not flawless. It's definitely not fluid. It's something that you feel like you're like gritting your teeth as you're standing there, you know, trying with your best darnness to have like a poker face and not show any of this emotion which is going on, you know, inside of you or the thoughts that are inside of your head. But with continued practice, just like anything else, it becomes a natural part of you and you no longer, just like if you have ever learned a foreign language, when you do that, usually what happens is you go through this series of how you translate. Like when you're first learning a foreign language, you learn what is your native language. So for us, it's English. And you learn the Spanish word means this in English. And so then when it's coming in and out of your head, in and out of your mouth, usually what happens, you hear the word hola. In the beginning, it's like hola means hi. 
how do I say hi in Spanish? I say hola. So it kind of like comes in, it goes out, but you, you translate through the English language until you become fluent in it. And then you no longer have to think about how do I say hi again? Oh, hola. No, you already know it. And so then you're able to work on things like, you know, your accent and you're able to actually engage with an individual because you no longer have to spend like that mental grinding and twisting to try to think of how do I say this in Spanish? It already, it already it becomes natural part of you. And it's the same thing with the skill set. This is exactly like learning a foreign language. It's foreign to most people because even people, you know, look at babies. They are naturally selfish. They are naturally like, aggro they just want to get their way. They want to eat. They want to eat now. They don't want to think about it. They don't want to drive around the town and let's figure out what it is that we want to eat. When do I want to eat? I want to eat now. And I'm going to scream my bloody head off until I have my needs met. And that's part of what happens with education and the development of trust and, you know, all these different things that we learn across the course of our life that impact how we behave as humans. But if we can pull it all the way back and look at some organic causes, this puts you in a position of power where now, you know, I don't need to be fooled. This is just your brain chemicals talking. You know what I'm saying? And all of a sudden now you have that space. I don't know that I would tell the people that it's their brain chemicals. They probably wouldn't receive that too well, but you know this. And so now you're not caught up in this in your, in your emotions anymore. You can still have compassion. It allows you to have a great deal of compassion, but it doesn't cloud judgment. It doesn't cloud your ability to creatively think, especially if this is a situation. That's a time when you need to have creative thought. You need to be able to uh, critically think and make very strong decisions and not get caught up in, you know, temporary feels either because the relationship won't benefit from it or a project that you're working on will get derailed when you get caught up in low level uh, communication issues or personality issues, if you will. Does that make sense? So holy cow, we really covered a lot on today's podcast. So for future ones, we are we are going to be talking about that Proverbs 31 woman. How did she ever even come into the realm of existence? Why in the heck did me, even though I'm an avid reader and I was raised Catholic, you know, why, how did I end up becoming so actually engulfed and enamored with biblical study? Like there was a whole entire transformation that happened there. I, I would be the last person I would ever say to read that or seek it out or anything like that. And um, more on this commanding, you know, your emotionality. Like we really have a lot. We've covered the brain chemistry today, but then we're going to be getting into other issues, you know, talking about root causes of addiction. Okay. And concepts, athletic concepts known as praxis. How do you develop new habits? Okay, so this is just the, the beginning of a bunch of goodness coming your way. So I hope that you have a wonderful day. And, you know, let's get out there and we're going to carpe. Does that mean I can't say that anymore? We're going to carpe our diem. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go throw that one to the man upstairs and ask him what I'm allowed to say on this podcast. All right, make it a great day. I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>